are back on the Heart and Hustle podcast. Another week and another episode for us to get figured out here as uh, we take away from a 4-1 and homestand for the Orlando Magic. Michael Carter-Williams goes down. Jonathan Isaac missing in action, though it looks like he'll be back. The status of DJ Augustine and a Player of the Week honor for one of the Magic Big Men, as I found out yesterday, was not Kem Birch. Nick Gronowitz here. Scott Inez is with me. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, you can catch us on ESPN 580 Orlando. That's 580 AM FM 96.5 HD2, uh, as well as tune in iHeart and your smart speakers, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock on uh each weekday, Monday through Friday. I don't know why I hesitated when I said that. I forgot when we were on, but Monday through Friday is when you can catch us. You can follow Scotty at Inez Says and me at ESPN 580 Nick. Uh, Scotty, yep. uh, we did a pod two weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about the upcoming homestand, which included you know Memphis and the Sixers and the Spurs and the Wizards and the Indiana Pacers, mm-hmm. and you said we got to go 4-1. and one. Yeah. And I was like, you ain't going for one, man. Like, <laughs> not, you ain't not going the way for we were one. playing at that point. No. But, but I will say this. Coming out of Dallas, you saw an uptick in the offense. You saw a different Magic basketball team. So I thought, okay, let, let, let's get at the very least four to five. You have to get four to five because you don't want to go any more games under the 500 mark than you were at that point. Six and seven is doable right now, 14 or 13 games into this season. Look, I like the way they're playing right now. Um, defensively, they've certainly had their lapses. We had a lapse in the fourth quarter against Washington the other night when they put up, what, 44 against us in the fourth quarter. Bradley Beal. That, that team is basically Bradley Beal and like Mo Wagner. Right, right. Wagner's actually played Wagner's well play, He's playing well. I'm very surprised. But it's Bradley Beal and a bunch of stiffs, yeah, it basically. Is. It is. They're putting up some big numbers, but they're not guarding anybody. Um, the bottom line is that I, 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 I like the way this Magic team is playing. Defensively, they continue to be one of the best teams in the league. Um, in the last three games, all three wins, you've shot, what, 44% against Philly, 41 against the Spurs in that comeback win, and 47 against Washington. You're still 29th in the league uh, in terms of points per game, but at least, at least you're above the century mark now at 102.2, and you're still 29th in three-point shooting. We did see an uptick. In Dallas and on this homestand, I think the offense will continue to get better. Uh, and look, you, you mentioned Nick Vucevic, uh, the Eastern Conference Player of the Week for the third time in his career. That was the, the message that was sent out. The NBA named him the Player yeah. of the Week um, yesterday. He's been outstanding. Yeah. He, Quick I mean, note, really we're taping has. this on a Tuesday. So Magic play next on Wednesday at Toronto, but right. we are taping this on a Tuesday afternoon. Vooch has been terrific, and we wondered early on in the season, okay, well, what's wrong with Nick Vucevic? He's having trouble getting it going. He played a lot of basketball in the offseason. Is he fatigued? Is he a little fat and sassy after signing the $100 million contract? I think on this homestand, Nick, he proved that he ain't fat and sassy. He is as hungry as he has been. And I think he has shown that, averaging, what, 22 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, and those three wins uh, over teams like Philadelphia, San Antonio, and Washington. So, look, I mean, Vooch is playing great. And let me tell you something. And I know he's the bane of a lot of Magic fans' existence. Evan Fournier's balling this year. Evan Fournier is balling. He's had, what, 25 and 26 games over his last two games. Um, his shooting percentage is up from where it was last year. Remember last year, 
Uh, I think the common thought around Evan was, well, you know, he's, he's going out and Steve Clifford has so much trust in him that he's he's likely going to guard the opposing team's best score every night in the fourth quarter. And I think that had a bit of an effect on Evan Fournier. This year, he's just balling on both ends of the floor. So I get it. People want to trade Evan Fournier. People want to complain and moan and groan about Evan Fournier. But look at the numbers. The bottom line is he's playing really well. He's shooting the ball much better. Now it's just 13 games, right. uh, but he's shooting the ball much better. Uh, he's shooting 48% from the floor. Last year he shot 43%. And really, it's the three ball for him. It's starting to go down. Uh, yeah. He's shooting 44.9% from three. He's taking about five threes a game versus 34% last year. That that is a huge gap. No doubt. Uh to uh to bring up there for Evan Fournier. And you're right like I I got to say there are times in games where I hate watching him play basketball. <laughs> I, I I do. And it, and it's because there are times where it feels like Evan is out there to only get his and there were a few games earlier in the season where you know like you're down 5 or you're down, I mean they were down 6 or something and he takes a 2 and it's like Evan why are we taking a 2 there and he doesn't always make the smartest basketball play but over this three to five game stretch, Evan Fournier has really emerged as that number two uh, option on offense behind Nick Vucevic because really no one else has emerged as that number right. two option. They don't right. have many options in that starting lineup to be the number two guy. It's either going to be Evan Fournier or, I don't know, Aaron Gordon. And, you know, like even Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon's game has been up and down to start yeah. the season well, here. Well, could that number two guy eventually become Markel Fultz? And we're all hoping for that, aren't we? <laughs> Let's get to Markel Fultz. So he sets a career-high 19 points in a win over the Washington Wizards on Sunday. Uh, but the highlight real move of the night was a steal in a game that was, what was it, 116-113, I think it was. It was a three-point game at that point, it was a I three do point, believe. No, it was definitely a three-point yeah. game, and Markel Fultz gets a steal, goes right. down to the other side, and draws an and-one dunk, yeah. um, and afterward lets out just a roar yeah. uh, in in celebration, and Markel Fultz finishes the three-point play. Magic go on to win that game. That's the signature play of his career so far. His short career, not just with Orlando, but I think in the National Basketball Association. And I know I've talked about him ad nauseum. I, I could not be more impressed, though, with Mark L. Fultz and, and the mental toughness that this kid has shown. And a lot of the, media, the Magic players commented on this in the locker room uh, after the win over Washington, the fact that I mean, he he went to the depths of NBA hell. He did. It was over a the one, last two years. It was a one nineteen one sixteen game right. in the fourth quarter and gave them a one twenty one one sixteen lead with the dunk. Thirty some odd seconds to go. I believe. Yeah, it ended the game. Like it sealed yeah. the game, yeah. and it was just it was huge. Who did he yam on? Do you know? I, I don't. I don't remember. Hold on, I'm going to see it yeah, right here. Who did up. he get? But I I give this guy loads of credit. I mean, he's a kid who had such a young age. Uh, went to the depths of NBA hell, and yet he continues to pull the trigger. That's what I love about Markel Fultz. I mean, going into this season, again, we, we didn't even know if he was going to show up for training camp, and, and he does show up for training camp. How's the shot going to be? Mm -hmm. The shot is fine. Is he, is he hitting on his threes this year? For the most part, no, but he keeps shooting the basketball, and that is huge for Markel Fultz. Who did he dunk on? Davis Bertrands. Okay. Bertrands. I think I think I could dunk on Bertrand's hey, second round pick in 2011. Man, no, don't that's, hate, that's, that's, don't hate. That, that is I, definitely I not say, true. In those situations, <laughs> I'm surprised the big white guys don't just get out of the way. Like I, as soon as there's a break, I'm surprised the big white guys in the NBA don't just head yeah. for the sideline. They're like, I'm not getting in a poster. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. There's yeah. none of this because every time a big white guy tries to stop it. 
he's getting dunked on. Yeah, I, I love the fact that he went up strong against Bertrands, and, and that's the type of kid that, the, that he is, the mental toughness that he has shown this year, Nick. And I know guys continue to go under the pick uh, with him, yeah. but he's got to make them pay, and he's got to keep shooting the basketball. He had a career-high 19 the other night. He made his war- first seven shots, I believe. He was two of three from three-point range. Uh, do, do I like the form on his shot? I hope no, not. Okay. I, I, I don't, but it goes up there softly. Uh, I like the fact that he keeps shooting that shot. And keep in mind, this was a guy for two years who couldn't shoot the basketball. I mean, and, and, and was pained to be on an NBA court. So I love, absolutely love what I'm seeing out of Markel Fultz right now. It's all about confidence with him. And right now he is brimming with confidence. The one thing you want him to keep doing and, and I know that Steve Clifford wants to see it as well. Shoot the basketball, man. Mm-hmm. If they're going to keep going under on you, keep shooting. It does, I was about to say it doesn't matter whether you make or miss. Obviously, it, it does. But but at this point in his career, he's got to keep shooting that for his confidence on down the line. Yeah, he, he needs the in-game reps. He was 2 of 3 from 3 in that game for the 19 points. 8 of 10 from the field he was a very efficient in that game was a plus three in the plus minus uh, category yeah. and the three-point shot is it's horrendous it's it's ugly it, uh, it's, i wouldn't say ugly it Nick. is it is it is the type of shot putted uh, shot it's 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 either going to be a swish or yeah. it's going to clang off the flange as our know. guy dennis newman would say yeah it's ugly it, 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 it is. goes up there soft though man he it goes you can work with that as a soft. shooter no that thing it does that's not that i'm soft. telling you and the mid-range goes up soft too the He's mid-range got a lot shot to work is better with. the mid-range shot i'm i'm totally fine with um the three-point shot is—it's slow, uh, but again, it's think lumbering. About, think it's about just, where he was just no, several no, no, months like I, ago. No, no, no. I'm taking all of that into account. Okay, I, I okay. understand all that. I'm okay. not saying anything is bad. What okay. I'm saying okay. is, is that it is not pleasant to the eye. Okay. And, and I would agree with you okay. at this point. Okay. I would agree, but but it's going to get better because he has the talent to make it better. I think so. I and and if you are a Magic fan, I think you are excited with the way that this kid is played because there have been very few setbacks. We have not had a moment in a game where it's like, well, Markel is really intimidated. Markel yeah. is really afraid no. to shoot. There has been no mental no. fallback from him. For a guy that, over the last two seasons, all we've done is question his right. his mental toughness. Right, right. You're absolutely right. I mean, he's gone out. He shot the ball. He has not hesitated whatsoever. He's running this basketball team. Are there going to be hiccups along the way for a 21-year-old kid who didn't play predominantly for two years? Yeah, they're going to be hiccups. But let me tell you something. Yeah, speaking, he was uh, instrumental in that Washington win. Yeah, I will say, uh, as someone who was 21 not too long ago, uh, Markel, you have an idea of how it's going to be? <laughs> uh, if things may be going well, yeah. and then uh, it's not going to be what you think That's it is. That's life, man. Yeah, That's life. Is. Can things we are going to change. Can we talk about the toughness of this Magic team here real quick? I, I think know we we're going to move on. But no, I, I think we can, because there was some point guard news as well. Do Is this the Michael Carter-Williams yeah, that you yeah, want to get ahead. into? So, I mean, there is some news here. Michael Carter-Williams suffered a hip injury in the win over the Washington Wizards. He goes down. And there was even a moment where DJ Augustine suffered a hand injury in that game. And you were down to one point guard where Josh Majette was playing in Lakeland and there was kind of a murmur on press row where it was like, "Uh, are we going to have Majette for Wednesday's game? But we will not have um, Michael Carter-Williams for Wednesday's game against the Toronto Raptors. As we're recording this, he has already been ruled out. Uh, DJ Augustine practiced on Tuesday. Looks like he will play. And we haven't even mentioned Jonathan Isaac yet. We'll get to him. Mm-hmm. He missed the two games over the weekend that yep. the Magic won against the Spurs and the Wizards. 
Uh, by the way, way to get a win without without uh, DJ without uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like he practiced fully and likely will be back for that game. You know, when you think of the word toughness, you don't necessarily think of the Orlando Magic over the last several years, right? Matter of fact, I, I think you could make the case that this team has been Charmin. This team has been soft. DJ Augustine goes down in the second quarter. I think there was about five minutes to go in the second quarter on Sunday night, and you thought, uh-oh, because anytime DJ goes down, like this guy is so tough and so mentally strong and, and, and I think physically strong, but he goes down, and you know that once DJ Augustine goes down, it is for a reason. And I don't know, Nick, if, if playing ball in the past, if you've ever had a dislocated finger. No, all of my digits have stayed Dude, in the sockets that they're supposed to. It brings you to tears. I, I've had it done once. It happened to me once. It's gross. Back in back in high school, and, and I'm telling you, man, like I, I felt like balling like a baby. And, and I, I know exactly how DJ Augustine felt in the second, midway through the second quarter the other night. He went down in a heap and that's not what DJ does typically. DJ is is a very, very tough cookie. So you knew that it could be really serious, like maybe a broken hand, a broken finger, something like that. Thankfully, it was not. It was a dislocated left pinky finger. He will be back playing against Toronto. He's just going to tape it up. And by the way, he taped it up. Uh, the trainer went in, popped it back into place. And you talk about excruciating pain. I've gone through it. It ain't pretty. But you have to love what DJ Augustine did in that game with his 13 points, three rebounds, three assists. He played 13 minutes of the second half injured. Give me 15 DJ Augustines, man. Give me 15 DJ. He is a gamer. Whatever you want to call a baller, whatever you want to call it. Um, but that kind of stuff, what DJ did in front of his team and in front of 17,000 fans at Amway Center the other night, that rubs off on people. It does. It does. We have enough proof that having that kind of guy in your locker room, that kind of guy around your organization, for whatever reason, like there, like I, I have this old thing where it's like the quicker you get to describing a guy's intangibles, the less talented he is as a player yeah. necessarily. Yeah. But DJ Augustine is a very talented point guard, but the intangibles that he brings really puts him over the top for this organization because they have not been that tough team. They yeah. have not been, no. No. you know, that grinded out type of organization or type of team, I would say, over the last four to five years. And DJ Augustine playing with a dislocated finger, yeah. uh, I think does set an example that, you know, hey, listen, you, you got to grind it out sometimes. Yeah, learn by example, yeah. especially for the younger guys. Jonathan Isaac, look at what DJ did. Mo Bamba, look at what DJ did. Wes Awan did. Mm, Mo Bamba needs some of that. You know, I, Mo Bamba needs some toughness, no question about can we, that. Can we, but... can we get Wes Awandu into a basketball game, by the way? <laughs> He, that, but, that's a good point. Well, one, just one quick note I have to say. One thing that I do yeah. love about this core of a team, and I know I'm completely breaking off into something else, mm -hmm. uh, the Lakeland Magic had their home opener on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, they, By the way, they beat the College Park Skyhawks. They won both games by 30 games. Nice. Can't wait for that. Nikki football on the call, baby. Can't wait for that championship ring. <laughs> by the way, Lakeland, uh, I'm a size nine What's and a record? half. What's the record? They are four and one. Okay. Four bad. and one to start the year. They got Wisconsin Herd on Wednesday night. Um, But... On an off night, 
Markel Fultz mm-hmm. and Wes Uwandu both came down to the game That's to watch cool. some of their, you know, four of those guys were in training camp. Emil Jefferson and Melvin Frazier Jr. got sent down for that That's game. very cool. This is why you move the team from yep. Erie to Lakeland. Absolutely. It's not just the organization as a whole. The two teams really do support each other well. And I like that about this team. Yeah. And I think that's something that Steve Clifford encourages. And no I think it's, it's great to see. And don't forget, Wes Uwandu started his career with the Magic sure. in Lakeland before making his way up there. That's a great sign. And, and you know, going back to the whole yeah. toughness thing, uh, Al Farouk Amino, prime Chief. example. And, and I think the, the, I think the article was written in The Athletic by Josh It was. Robbins Josh Robbins wrote it. Al Farouk Amino, when he was younger and, and with the Dallas Mavericks, he learned how to work hard through Dirk Nowitzki because here's Dirk, one of the best players on the planet, going out and giving it everything he has in practice the day before game and shoot around the, the day of a game. So Al Farouk Amino learned from Dirk Nowitzki, and I think these younger players especially can learn from what DJ Augustine did the other night. Tape it up, man. I don't I, Cut it off. It doesn't matter. I want to play, and he played very well in the second half. And I, I want to talk a little bit about Al Farouk Amino here, too, okay. because Jonathan Isaac has not played the last two games. No. And you, you could make the case that as Jonathan Isaac goes – so go the Orlando Magic this early season. He's been one of the bright spots for this team. He has was leading the NBA in blocks until he got injured. And here's Al Farouk Amino, who the game prior falls out of the rotation. Yeah, he played two minutes. Totally fell in the out win over of the, the rotation. Exactly. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, two uh, minutes in. Indiana, I believe. No, the Sixers. It was a Let, win. That's right. He played that's two right. minutes in that that's game right. against that's the Sixers. Right. Yeah. So, so Coach Clifford pairs down the rotation. He, he explained it to Chief before that Sixer game. Chief takes it like a pro, and what happens? Jonathan Isaac goes down on Thursday night in the mm-hmm. Jersey Unveil at NBA Experience. Right? Chief, Can we address that quickly and we'll, here? we'll talk about okay. that coming up. But but Chief, always ready. The consummate professional. Goes out, plays extremely well. The Magic won their last two games without one of their best players in Jonathan Isaac. That says a lot. Against the Spurs, he had 13-13. and 13. 13 points, 13 rebounds. He had mm-hmm. six and six against the Wizards. Not much of a line there. But this is why a Jeff Weltman goes out and gets the Chief, Nick. This is exactly Chief. why. This guy is very versatile. Is he going to wall you with his three-point shot? Heck no. No, it's it's not happening. Okay, you want to you <laughs> talk about an ugly shot, okay? Um, we, we can talk about that. Actually, but. can we can we watch Markel Fultz and Alfred Camino <laughs> have one of those three-point three shootouts? Three-point shooting contest? Yeah. yeah. But he's going to be active around the glass. He's going to fight you defensively. He guards several positions. He's heady. Um, He's always going to be in position to help a defender. I can't say enough about the professionalism of the Chief. This guy has really stepped up with no Jonathan Isaac, and I think he's shown his value to this team already. Let's get into Isaac real okay. quick. Okay, uh, so the news comes down on, th- was that Friday's show? It was Friday when we were we were live the on the air. The was Thursday, right. so, but yes. the news came down The news Friday, came yeah. down on Friday because we were getting ready for the Spurs game. That's right. You and I, we were on ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez and Nikki Football. Uh, <laughs> 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock on ESPN, by the way, on ESPN 580, by the way. Um, and the news comes down, Jonathan Isaac out, ankle injury. And I read the report, and I'm like, okay, ankle injury. He suffered it against the 76ers. I said it on the air. Okay, suffered against the Sixers. That's a bummer. Hopefully, he'll come back. And then I go back to the tweet. It's like, no, no, no. Ankle injury suffered at the Magic Orange Crush Jersey, whatever right. the city edition, whatever it is, okay? Yeah. Edition, jersey unveiling. He rolled his ankle and now has missed the last two games. 
Really? Yeah. I, dude, I, I don't know. what to, I mean, we've, we've even talked on the show on ESPN 580 about freak athletic injuries. Right, injuries yeah. that that come out Sammy, of nowhere. Sammy Sosa spraining his back, sneezing. Right, right, exactly that that sort of thing. John Smoltz burning himself trying to iron the shirt that he was wearing. Right, right. Um, you, you can go back to George Brett back in the day and the whole hemorrhoid issue thing. Google it. I'm not getting into it. No, but, no, I'm the whole. I understand. But but fact, <laughs> fact of the matter is, like we saw this story and and we're like I've been covering this team forever. For 31 years, I don't ever remember. Now, something may have happened. What was but I don't he ever, doing like, at the jersey unveiling that he, caused him the, to roll the like, ankle? Really, the only way you, you roll an ankle is if you're you're running and then you roll it or step yeah. on something. Doing like, something athletic. I, 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 they I asked you to come out wearing a jersey. It was a model. He was uh, modeling. Uh, unless he's running out during the unveiling and, and all of a sudden he just... Stepped on somebody's shoe. I mean, I don't know how this happens. I really don't. I, but you know he had to feel so badly afterwards because that's the kind of kid that he is. Yeah. But I, It was a fashion show. Maybe they had him wear the shoes, and those ladies are always very – they're athletic in those high heels, but I don't okay. think maybe you, J.I. You think, he was, you think he, was, he was taking part in the high heel no, thing? I don't think so, actually. No. <laughs> I don't. It's just very weird. Freak injury. Apparently he did uh, practice with the ball club – uh, yes. This afternoon, which is Tuesday yeah. afternoon, uh, remains game to be seen. time decision yeah. Wednesday. Remains to be seen whether you'd like he's to going get to him play. back. You gotta, uh, you gotta uh, have, especially against Pascal Toronto. Siakam. Yeah, especially against Toronto. I was going to say going up against Siakam, and and typically Jonathan Isaac is a nightmare for the Toronto Raptors with his length down low too. Uh, yeah, I, I I totally agree. They need to get him back. That is one of the weird freak injuries. It is. It um, is. I'm not going to understand it, but hey. Um, when do they wear the jerseys? Are they gonna? They're gonna wear them on the twenty uh, at home, 20, right? November twenty seventh, twenty sixth, twenty seventh, right? That. Yeah, they're gonna wear them at home against, against the Raptors. The they're yes. gonna wear them a, yeah. against the Raptors. What, what do you think of their well, jerseys? They're they're okay. It's it's whatever. I like them. I'm like not a jersey guy. I, I, okay, that that's fine. I mean, I'm not either. I mean, I put this on yeah. um, on social media last week, and and you'd have think you'd have thought that that I like insulted everybody out there. It's like there are people really? that are real Jersey stands. Like they like, really get into the get Jersey it. thing. I, like I'm not, I don't care. You and I are just like, okay, just okay. go out and win with those jerseys. That's I don't it. care what you look like. There are some that are so ugly. The thing is, is like, I will really only have an opinion on them if they're awful. Yeah. That's and, it. And they're not got awful. They're, not, they're, they're nice. No, they're fine. Charcoal gray. You got the they're orange fine. piping, the whole thing. Yeah. The call orange me, letters. Call I, me when we get back to the Shaq Penny, you yeah. know, throwbacks. So that, that's what yeah. I would like to see yeah. them wear. I like the custom courts better. I'm into that. You're into the custom courts. I'm into court. the custom courts. It's either Brooklyn or or it's either Brooklyn or the Clippers that are like they're they're using like a black court now. It's dark. I think it's Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn? Yeah. That thing is sick. Yeah, I think they I think they've I had that, that for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Like I like what UCF does. UCF yeah. has the custom yeah. court there. Yeah. That thing is awesome. You're gonna get a custom court here in Orlando too. Yeah. yeah. That's from what I understand. Yeah. Terrence Ross Terrence Ross teased that <laughs> on, on the old Instagram. Yeah, I know. Uh and then from what he told us, may or may not have gotten a talking to, but <laughs> Hey, who knows? Uh, I've had some of those talking twos, by the way. They're not fun. (laughs) One more thing, by the way. You've been to the arena. I have not been to a game yet this year because Mm -hmm. of my work schedule. Um, With Al Farouk Aminu playing, 
Are they rocking the one flew over his cuckoo's nest, Chief? Yet is there any is there I, any know, Nicholson Chief that. stuff? I have, I have not heard that. Come you, on, we got to go in a way way Chief. back machine for that. I, Chief. I don't I don't know, man. Oh I don't man, know. they they got it. They got to get that yeah. rock in there. Um, I got an email to send about that. I guess right, just a ahead. suggestion. I'm sure that'll be well received. That's gonna do it for us uh, on this episode. Uh, we're gonna try to get you one more this week, but I promise you another one every week. We do this, uh, and it ends up being a flat out lie. So we'll see. Uh, how about that? Usually means no when your parents tell you that. He is Scott Inez. I'm Nick Grunowitz. Thanks for hanging out with us. Heart and Hustle Podcast. You can follow Scott at Inez Says Me at ESPN 580 Nick. Uh, and listen, of course, weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando, uh, 580 AM, FM 96.5 HD to 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock. All the latest magic, breaking news. And, of course, uh, we will be back in a few days. But until then, go magic. Go magic.